When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. He is the king of the overnights. Gets about a 12 rating every time. He's a ratings monster. Him and I, the big guns, Frank Morano, who's a great listener as well. And he joins me right now as our first guest of this new week on this Monday morning. Frank, what's going on, my friend? Hello, Sid. I'm flattered that you would put me in uh, your category. Obviously, morning radio is a different ballgame than uh, than overnights. And I was listening to your conversation with another one of our colleagues on Friday, and he sort of sarcastically said, when you were talking about the ratings, he sort of sar- sarcastically said, oh, please, teach me more about yeah, ratings. Let me yeah. tell you something. I see the numbers that you're doing, and more importantly, I hear the quality of the show that you're producing, and I would welcome yeah. uh, any instruction yeah. that you have to give me yeah. and uh, be grateful to get it. That's uh, nice of you to say. That was Greg Kelly, who then went on his own show on Friday afternoon and kind of made fun of me for the first six minutes talking about his wife because he's like, I'm on hold for Sid. He's talking about his wife. And uh, I said it moments ago, Greg, you do what you do. You get a 2.7, which is basically irrelevant. I get a 7.5. I own this city. And then uh, keep doing it. Uh, Maybe one of these days you'll come to the realization I may be on to something. So thank you for saying that, Frank. Let's get to the big Curtis Borelli feud that went down on Friday, Curtis alleging that he's got information that there'll be some illegals sent to a couple of spots on Staten Island, including the uh, Tony Argento's place. Borelli starts texting me. He's going nuts. Curtis is a liar. He's wrong. He's lying. It gets all the way back. I mean, the mayor's mad at Curtis on Sunday. Everybody mad at Curtis, but maybe, maybe nobody more angry than Joe Borelli. Now, you're in the middle of this because you work with Curtis, and Borelli is one of your boys out there on Staten Island. How ugly and real is the Joe Borelli-Curtis Sliwa feud? Well, I think, you know, it it has been festering for quite a bit. And really, it began sort of uh, a year and a half, two years ago on your program with Bernie at the time, when uh, I think, you know, Curtis was doing his shtick, which he's done with me, he's done with you, which, you know, we kind of just take in stride and view it for what it is, which is just theater. But Joe comes from more of a political background and less of a, you know, less of a showmanship background. He takes the criticism from Curtis very personally and very seriously because, you know, he backed Curtis and was one of the first, I think, the first elected official to back him. So this has been festering for a while, and this was just th- like throwing gasoline on the fire. <laughs> I mean, from from Joe's perspective, uh, Joe uh, obviously wants the best for his uh, his constituents, but from, uh, and I think, you know, he's right. There is a deed restriction on this property which prohibits it from being used on anything uh, except being a studio at the moment. And certainly he's never gotten uh, a campaign contribution from uh, Argento, as uh, as Curtis, I, may, I think, may have claimed at some point. Now, he never but, claimed that. He just kind of threw that out there as a possibility in defense of Curtis. And I told Barletti that it wasn't like Curtis said, hey, give back those checks. That didn't happen. 
Right. Okay. Well, no, I'm I'm glad to hear that. But you know, I, I think Anthony Weiner brought up a good point on uh, Friday's program when they were filling in for Kilmeade, which is from Curtis's perspective, it's really win-win. If the migrants get sent there, then Curtis was right. If they don't get sent there, then Curtis can say that he stopped it. So how do you <laughs> say that he was wrong? I mean, he really is in a no-lose position. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, uh, I love what he's doing, and you heard. Joanne Ariola on Friday, and, and uh, you listen to the show, which I'm really sure. honored. I mean, you're up all night, you barely sleep, and you still listen. And you were kind of taken aback, as were most people, even Margaret Powers, who's a friend, a dear friend of Joanne Ariola. She's the one who texted me. She's married to Paul King, who ran against Gregory Meeks. She texted me and said, help us, please put on Joanne. Even she was taken aback about how yeah, defensive I, Joanne was. It was almost like Joanne was more worried about her political career than any of us out in Rockaway. Yeah, look, I have nothing against Joanne, and I think she's got a great reputation. But one, I think just as Joe was ticked off at Curtis for being um, un- unappreciative of his support of Curtis's campaign, keep in mind when Joanne Areola ran for borough president in Queens, Curtis was out there campaigning for her, and then the first thing she did in the mayor's race was go out there and, and endorse Fernando Mateo and do whatever she could to bash Curtis. So there's clearly something very personal with uh, Joanne and uh, and Curtis, and I think that really came across in terms of her commentary. I get what she's saying, that she doesn't want to, uh, whatever phrase she used, encourage fear-mongering, but I don't think what you guys were doing was fear-mongering. I, I think it was being attentive and proactive. And uh, if um, – I, I mean, it, really, it strikes me as an opportunity to, for everybody to work together towards the same right. goal, right. but it, it, rather than rather than score some points. So I'm not saying anything negative about Joanne, but it's clear her enmity for Curtis was very, very apparent. Uh, one more. This is interesting because uh, besides the text about Borelli and Sliwa this weekend, the other mass text I received was about Cuomo. I guess he's back on this station on Wednesday. Fine. I wouldn't put him on my show. I thought about it once. It was a bad idea. I'm glad it didn't happen. But listen, if John is doing it, that's fine. John's my guy. He's going to be on uh, the Rita Cosby show. And a few people, especially Janice Dean, as you can imagine, are very, very upset. And this well, continues to be, I guess, the, really, uh, the rehabilitation of Andrew Cuomo. In my opinion, you can't rehabilitate the guy until he comes out and actually is accountable and admits he did some things that were not bad but god-awful, if not murder, in this state. What are your thoughts on the rehabilitation of the former governor? Well, it's clear that he's trying to run for U.S. Senate or something uh, in the next year or two. And obviously, I think it's great radio to have him on because, you know, he can be a newsmaker, although so far he's been just as boring as his father was when his father tried to be a talk show host on this station. Um, But uh, honestly, he I think people if this is going to be a really a no holds barred interview on Tuesday afternoon where people are going to call in. Well, that's what they're billing it as. I think people need to hold him accountable, not just for the nursing home scandal and bail reform, but so much more. Remember, he ran on a platform of eliminating corruption, and what did he do? His only thing that he did was eliminate the Moreland Commission and interfere with it. Keep in mind, you know— Well, he eliminated the Moreland Commission uh, pretty conveniently right after all of his friends went to prison, which he shouldn't have gone to as well. 
Yeah, and that's another thing. The, he's a real profile in courage, sticking up for his friend Joe Percoco after the Supreme Court vacated his conviction. Where was he a week ago before the Supreme Court vacated his position? And he, I mean, it's such a joke, but he also raised taxes. He also bashed uh, anybody that's conservative uh, and said the reason the people are moving out of New York is the weather. The guy is just delusional. Bail reform and nursing, uh, the nursing homes uh, are just the tip of the iceberg with this guy. The guy was a total disaster as governor, and for him to be able to sit in judgment of anyone is beyond me. Now, now his latest thing is taking issue with Tish James for using her office to bash him politically, and I think he's right about that, and she did try to use it for political opportunism, but he did the same thing when he was attorney general, trying to step all over both Elliot Spitzer and David Patterson because they were in his way. So uh, some might say that what he experienced, while unfair to some extent, was a big piece of karma coming right back at him i love it boy what a great job frank by the way i know you mentioned chris christie uh running for president anthony scaramucci will join me at 8 40 he has decided to give his money to chris christie and according to anthony and i think you did tell me this the owner of the new york mets Steve Cohen may very well be giving money to Chris Christie as well. We'll talk to Scaramucci coming up at 840 this morning. But as always, Frank, filled with information, entertaining the absolute best, the best overnight host in this city by a mile. The other side of midnight, 1 to 5 a.m. every weekday. My guy, Frank Morano. Great job, Frank. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. Honored to be here. If people ever can't stay up in the midnight hours, the late night hours, they can always check out the podcast, WABCRadio.com. All right. Thank you for that. WABCRadio.com. Check out Frank's show. He really is an immense, not good, an immense talent. All right. We start off with Frank. That's a great way to start. Lots more big names about to come your way, including Curtis Sliwa, Rich Lowry, the aforementioned Anthony Scaramucci, and a full hour in studio from 9 to 10. New book coming out tomorrow. With Judge Janine Pirro. Only one hour in the books, three big ones to come. On your favorite talk show in New York City, that's us, sitting friends in the morning, only right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.